Welcome to the Longshot Podcast. Your number one source for football news, power rankings, predictions, and much more. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Longshot Podcast with Dylan and Varric. It's been a very, very long time since we've done an episode, but we are back and uh, we are here to review a crazy, crazy offseason already. Varric, how's it going? How's this long month been? I mean, it's good, you know. Um, I feel like with the NFL and everything, it's been a little, a little stressful, I'm going to say, for, especially for you two, Dylan, maybe for other reasons. Um, you know, Emphasis on the long, because I'm looking up Jimmy G every second. It's really sad not getting traded, but, mm-hmm. As a you know. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. So, uh, how about you? Uh, how was, your, how was your, your month? Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, I'm not happy with the Patriots moves, not getting anyone big, trading a few people away. But I think we're going to be okay, because Bill Belichick always has something under his sleeve ready to, uh, ready to plan. But, uh. I think we should get into today's episode. We are going to be talking about our top five worst moves of the free agency and our top five our top five best moves of a 2022 free agency. So I think we are going to start in the worst um, the worst moves. So we're going to go from five to one. Beric, do you want to say your fifth worst move of this offseason? Yeah, my fifth worst move, I think, I mean, I talked about this briefly right before, not really. It's Chase Edmonds getting signed to the Dolphins. And, you know, I wasn't going to put this originally, but I was like, you know, there hasn't been a lot of really big screw-ups, you know. And, you know, I wouldn't have put this if the Dolphins didn't sign the fastest running back in the NFL, Raheem Mostert. Um, And because they signed Raheem Mostert, I feel like there was really no reason to sign Chase Edmonds because you already have Gaskin, you have Mostert, and you have two other backups. I'm like, if you want to have like a really good run game, then sign like one star start running back instead of like three mediocre running backs, you know, it's going to be like competition to see. So if I were in fantasy football too, I would not draft any of them just because I don't think it's really that safe to draft any of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely agree. But uh, at my number five, I have Tyrod Taylor getting signed by the Giants. Oh, wow. Two years, $11 million. And I, you know, I really don't get the point of this. I mean, like, is he gonna like what? What is he like? What is he gonna get signed there for? Like, is he gonna is he gonna start? Is he gonna be a backup? Like, uh, we don't know. Daniel uh, Daniel Jones is still there. Is he gonna start? Like, what is Tyrod Taylor really gonna do for the team? You know, I think that it would have been smart maybe if they drafted a quarterback because it doesn't look like Daniel Jones can do anything for them. Um, so I, I guess we'll see it, but I, I don't think it was a smart move on on their part. Like. What is really what is Tyrod Taylor going to do for the team? He's probably going to get hurt, to be honest. I mean, he's kind of an okay quarterback, like Teddy Bridgewater, you know, a journeyman by far, you know, just kind of. And um, he he he's not good enough to be a starter, but he's definitely at the top tier of backups, I would say. So with Daniel, sorry, with Daniel Jones there, if he doesn't do well, at least you got Tyrod Taylor as a backup. So it's kind of like yeah, a contingency yeah. plan. The young QB doesn't work out the next year you draft one. I think this is Daniel Jones' last chance. 
even though his athleticism is shown in some points. So yeah, yeah. He gets on a stride. He's at the accuracy. Let's see how we can do and not fumble. Okay. Who's your number four? Um, yeah, my number four, I have Zay Jones getting signed by the um wait, let me see. Oh yeah, by the um Jaguars. And you know, it's not bad. $30 million contract. It's just He's like 30, right? He's, he's he's a veteran, you know? Like, there are a lot of other young players that I guess you can sign with 30 million, you know? Yeah. And um, you already have signed – like, Jaguars don't have that bad wide receivers. Like, they have LaVisca Chanel and a few people who are, like, getting better. And, like, I mean, just from this option, you can really tell, like, they don't know how to manage your signed wide receivers in any way. Like, yeah, we'll get more of that later, but, I mean, it's not that bad, but I feel like in an offseason where there haven't been any really big horrific signings, it really just shows up as, like, it might not be the coaching. It could just be, like, what is the Jaguars front office doing, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Not, not well, the best what about you? Yeah. Um, I have a probably a surprising one for some people. I have Quandre Diggs getting signed by the Seahawks for three years, $40 million. This doesn't really make sense to me because what it seemed like to me when they traded Russell Wilson away and they also released Bobby Wagner was that they were going to start a rebuild, right? Um, and that is, that's not, I, I don't know. He's 29 years old. I think he got hurt last year. It was a pretty bad injury. And I mean, he's been in the league for a few seasons. Like, I don't know. If they're going to start a rebuild, he's he's 29 years old. He probably only has like five seasons left in him. What's the point of re-signing him for three more seasons, you know? When they could have, you know, they draft could have drafted a safety or designed another like another safety. So I I don't understand the move if they're gonna if they were gonna do a rebuild, but you know maybe they have maybe they have something that they're gonna plan, but not not a not a smart move on my on my end in my opinion. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. If I were Seahawks, like, cut him, sign Bobby Wagner. You know, because Bobby Wagner I made. Agree. The Bowl, you mm-hmm. know, he, like, why would you cut him? Yeah. He made the Pro Bowl. Readjust yeah. his contract, maybe, but don't cut him. And, like, it was just not a good overall feel. To have yeah. it. Um, Who's your number three? At my number three, I have Young Way Koo, who got signed for $24 million. Like, I didn't really notice, but then I was like, you could have got, like, a good wide receiver for that cost, you know? And there are a lot of kickers, like, the regular contract for a kicker maybe like five million dollars, but definitely not twenty-four million. And Young Wei Hu is in that like top five, maybe. But like he's not putting up like like the numbers that other kickers are putting up, you know? Yeah, I, I mean I mean he is, but like that's just a lot of money for a kicker. Like I like that's a lot of money, but I mean yeah, like I agree they could have signed someone else, but you know. yeah, he's not putting up like Justin Tucker numbers as well. So. Yeah. Um, and my number three, I have Christian Kirk getting signed by the Jaguars for four years, seventy-two million dollars. Eighty million in total. Really? Okay. That that even makes it worse. I mean, Christian Kirk is is a fine receiver. I mean, he's a great second. I think a great second receiver on the team. Eighty million dollars. Eighty million dollars for Christian Kirk. That is a lot, a lot of money for someone that has not made the Pro Bowl. For someone that has not had a, a season of more than a thousand reception yards. That is a lot of money. I mean, 
that is like you could have got a, a, an Allen Robinson kind of guy with that kind of money. He was a way better receiver than Christian Kirk, and it's just it's not it's not a great it's not a great move by the Jaguars. They wasted a oh, lot of money. Max value of eighty four million. Yeah, that is that is not that I don't I don't even know why. I'm, and maybe maybe we'll be proved wrong this year. He's he's obviously going to be the number one receiver this year unless something happens. I mean, uh, so. Lavisca Chanel looks promising too. You said as a good second string receiver, yeah. But I mean, it's just a lot of money for a guy like him. But well, maybe maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll be good this season. I guess we'll see. <laughs> uh, number two, what's your number two worst move? Yeah. Well, before I get to that, I'm just gonna say I I've, I've developed a theory that I think the reason that Jaguars have to pay all this money is because not no one wants to go to the Jaguars. You know. That's true. <laughs> So even if Devontae was, if, if they were like, Devontae, we'll give you $200 million, it'd be like, nah, man, it's a Jaguar. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, I don't That's know. why. At my number two, I have Deshaun Watson signing with the Browns. And a lot of people are like, what? It's so good. No, no, it's not. Deshaun Watson has been not here for a year. He's put up good numbers. Not as, I mean, in my opinion, he's not even close to top tier with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, so he should not be getting that type of money at all, whatsoever. You know, I remember a few weeks ago that you were talking about how Deshaun Watson was so good, and now all he, of a sudden, he's amazing. He's probably one of the best. You know, well, you know who else is amazing? He's probably the best dual. No, like one of the best dual threat quarterbacks. Like when it's like dual threat, like he can run well, but he's also. Unlike he's be, he's basically like a Lamar that can throw. Maybe worse at running, but like his accuracy is good. I just don't know how good he'll be after sitting out. And it's really taking a chance, you know. I mean, I'm not saying he's old because he's 26. He's pretty young, but I don't know, you know. Yeah, I understand. Like you have me. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just an opinion. So yeah. Um, well, at number two for me, I had Chase Edmonds, like you said, signing with the Dolphins for two years, $12.6 million. I, I just – I don't understand what they're trying to do there. Like, like, what do you – like, what are they even thinking about? They have, like, four running backs there now. Like, four – Five, including – Like, four, like, potential starters. Like, Raheem Mostert, of course, and he's, you know, he's, he's, he's fine. Edmonds has, has been fine the last two years, too. Then they have Miles Gaskin. That's like a that's 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 a lot of they have Salvan Ahmed who's fine sometimes. They just like they just they're signing all these running backs. I don't understand what what they're doing. It's such a it's, it's a mess over there. So I agree with what you said. Do not draft any of these if you want fantasy football advice. Do not draft any of them. I don't know. I like they could probably get like a a good player if they traded like two of them and just have one of them be the starter. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I don't know what they're doing over there, but you know. <laughs> The Dolphins are a little weird. Um, and our, what's your number one worst move of the offseason? All right, I think it's obvious. You know. For the Dolphins, just don't sign, like, a ton of running backs unless you're, like, the 49ers and all your running backs get injured every single season. But, um, so, yeah, my number one, I have probably one of the dumbest moves I've seen while I've been paying really close attention to football, while I've been following football. It's probably Christian Kirk, like you said earlier. $84 million for a third string, right? Because it was DeAndre Hopkins, 
AJ Green, and then Christian Kirk. So. Uh, well, I guess, yeah. I think that Kirk got more targets than Green. But, yeah, in the depth chart, if you want to look at it, then probably, yeah. So I, I, I don't understand what the Jaguars are doing at this point. Yeah, like, I really – I agree. I don't. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, on my number one, you already said him. I, I think this is just, it's it's a, it's just really dumb. It, Young Way Koo, yeah. a kicker, a kicker, twenty five million, twenty four million dollars. You're signing a kicker for you can get a a receiver. Like what receivers do they have there now? What receivers? Russell Gage is gone. For, Zay Jones. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the Falcons. Oh, Falcons. Yeah. They don't have Russell Gage anymore. Yeah, and Calvin Ridley is now out for the whole season because he got uh, banned for uh, betting on games. So now, what receiver do they have there? They could have easily signed uh, someone. Some. Oh, some... I know. Um, Zacchaeus. Yeah, he's Olamide Zacchaeus. Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah. I mean, like they don't have they have no receivers now, and they they could have they could have signed someone with twenty four million dollars. I know that for a fact. Yeah. So I just think it's really dumb spending all that money. Yeah. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve that contract, but it's, I don't know. Uh, well, I think that's it for the top five worst moves. We're going to go on to our top five best moves of the free agency. Uh, actually, we haven't, we haven't talked about this at all, so I'm interested to hear your list. Who do you have at number five? All right. Well, I have two honorable mentions, which I'm not going to go into. That almost made the list. It's the Aaron Rodgers signing and the Mitchell Trubisky. The Aaron Rodgers is just a lot of money for something that's kind of an unstable future. I'm not going to lie. You know, you might disagree. And the Mitchell Trubisky was kind of underwhelming for the Steelers, but I get that it kind of like that. But at my number five, I got the Browns signing Amari Cooper. And I know you might be like, what? Like, why is this? Browns need a steady wide receiver. And Amari Cooper was not satisfied with how much targets he was getting at the Cowboys. And he's going to get more targets, you know. I think Amari Cooper like that and Deshaun Watson together, like that sounds like a good team on paper. And just just makes the AFC West even more stacked, you know. Sorry, they're not. Sorry, the AFC North more stacked, you know. The AFC North and the AFC West, best division for the AFC by far. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely agree with Amari Cooper. I actually, I actually have him as my honorable mention. Um, he, uh, he definitely, they definitely need someone, a receiver now that Jarvis Landry's gone and then Odell also obviously gone. But at my number five, I have Vaughn Miller getting signed by the Bills. Six years, $120 million. And I, when I saw this, I was like, Six years. That's a. That's a. I, you know, I thought he was older than he actually is. I thought. I thought he was like thirty-four. He's only. I think he's only twenty-nine or thirty. So he definitely still has a, a lot of seasons left in him. Uh, and the Bills are absolutely stacked on defense, on offense. Now they have a top three linebacker, arguably the best linebacker of all time in football, Von Miller. They still have Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, um, Tre'Davious White. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, like this is he just adds so much uh, leadership to this team now on defense. He's gonna teach a lot of these young people, um, you know, on defense. So I think this is a great signing, and the Bills are gonna be really, really hard to stop this this season by far. So who do you have at number four? 
Um, I didn't put Von Miller on my list because I don't. Uh, yeah, cause just put that up. Just because I don't know if how good like he can be. Like it's not the six year thing. It's like that's a lot of money. That's like for like you don't know because still the year to year basis is so good. I was torn between him and this next person for the spot, but I think my number four. Um, well, I know my number four is uh, Carson Wentz going to the Commanders. Oh. I, I know you might not think this is good, but I think. It benefits both teams. Colts have a winning roster now, but I think that, like, the Colts are kind of in the same position that Washington is. We're in the same position last year that Washington is. Washington has a relatively young team. I would I would say, you know, good running back core, you know, J.D. McKissick and, um, of course, Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin. I think that Carson Wentz can do well, maybe better than the – it just it's just whether Carson Wentz is good. I think this like because Carson Wentz is better than Taylor Heineke, I would say, long term. And I feel like this is a short term solution until they get to draft their quarterback. And I think that they probably, other than the Cowboys, have the best roster in the AFC East. Like I would say that they have a better roster than the Giants and the Eagles, but interesting. I, I don't really agree with uh with that. No, pretty good defense. Um you know, like I said, Antonio Gibson, Jamie McKissick, Terry McLaurin, Cam Sims, West Hands. So I, I I just think this is a pretty good trade for okay. both. Interesting. Well, uh, at my number four, I have JC Jackson getting signed by the Chargers. Five years, $81 million. I think our lists are going to be very, very different. Uh, I think this is a great signing. They needed, they needed a cornerback, and they got it. Now they have and they also signed. Uh, they also signed Khalil Mack. So their defense went to a terrible to now a top tier defense. J.C. Jackson, he's a amazing ball hawk. He's a top two ball hawk with Trayvon Diggs in the league. And unlike Trayvon Diggs, who ha- has terrible coverage, and, but he's the best ball hawk. J.C. Jackson has great coverage, and he's a top tier ball hawk. He gets interceptions. He guards top tier receivers very well. And I think that defense is going to be it's just going to be not someone you want to play. Um, it's 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 a little bit too much money. I, I don't know. It, it's I think it's a little bit too much, but I, I think it's still a great signing. They they have a top tier offense, so the Chargers are going to be definitely a hard team to stop this year. I'm actually very excited to see how they do with this new uh, this new team. Yeah, I mean he's a Patriots fan, in case you didn't notice. Mm. I think a lot of people agree with me that it's a top five signing. I don't. You don't. Why? Why don't you think so? I just think there are better signings. You know. Better cornerbacks and okay, okay, interesting. Who's who's your your number uh, three? At number three, I have Khalil Mack going to the Chargers. I mean, it's. I also put kind of like kind of tied is like Chandler Jones going to the Raiders because they're out of the same situation, same type of dude. You know. You know, bull rushers both getting a lot of sacks. But I think Khalil Mack has made the best impact in the last time. So I just think that for both teams in, like, the both, both two-trade scenarios, I think that it's just a really good move. And then it just – for both of those teams, it bolsters up their defense so much and makes them into both dynamic. You know, Joey Bosa and, and um, 
sorry, so yeah, sorry, Joey Bosa and and Chandler Jones and Khalil Mack and Joey. Oh no, wait, no, Joey Bosa and Khalil, Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack and, and Chandler Jackson. Jones and Max Crosby. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think it's like the same type of signing. I'm gonna, yeah, I, I just think that it's it's. I would just say that's that's just good, solid signings and yeah. trade. I mean, imagine that defense, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, Joey Boza, Derwin James. Tuh, that's a crazy defense. Um, at my number three, I have Deshaun Watson getting traded from the Texans to the Browns. And I know that you had him on your worst signing. And I definitely, I definitely, can he- I definitely would have an argument for that. You know, he hasn't played in a few seasons. We don't know how he is. The only thing about this trade... I'm only putting here. I'm only putting it here in the best signing because they also got Amari Cooper, so we actually have someone to throw to. If the Browns didn't have any receivers, and I probably have it in my worst, in my worst, uh, in my worst moves, because the only thing about this, two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. That this guaranteed. That's not even part of the five-year contract. That is just two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed. That's the most for any signing in the NFL. More than Patrick Mahomes. More than Brady, more than any 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 signing, that is a lot of money for a guy that has not played in two. What is it now? Two seasons? Yeah. So no, I think it's, yeah. I he's know. definitely got to live up to what they're giving him. But I think he does have a good weapon with Amari Cooper. That's why I have him here. I think he's gonna. I think he'll succeed. You know, he has the mobile. He has good accuracy. So I think that he'll be good. He'll be good. But yeah, who who do you have at number two? Okay, yeah. Um, for that one, I'm just. I mean, the last time he did play, it was they had a four and twelve record, which is that's what I'm gonna say. There. But I mean, was, it's the time. Was DeAndre Hopkins there when he was? No. Okay, well that makes sense. But, okay. Um, yeah. So uh, at number two, I have Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. It's perfect. His college quarterback. There's much, not much you can say. Great route runner, you know. Uh, you know, I just, it's he's just really, just really good. That's, yeah, I, I, do, I have him. I have that there too. Um, five years, one hundred forty-one million dollars, I think it is. So, I mean, they did play college ball together, Derek Carr and Devontae. So they're gonna have a good connection. I mean, it, I don't, I, I don't know how much it's gonna. I don't know. Their defense is just, it's still not that great, even though they signed Chandler Jones. I don't know how one receiver is going to make a big difference, but, I mean, it is Devontae Adams, so I guess he could. But, like, I don't know. Derek Carr, he was fine last year. I just – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see because this is the first time Adams, I don't think, is like going to be playing with a top-tier quarterback. So we'll see how he does, but it, it was a good move by the Raiders. Um, all right. We are coming down to our number one best move. Derek, who do you have? You're number two. Uh, I think you're muted. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, number one for you. Who do you have? Uh, what's your number two though? Oh, Devontae Adams. Sorry, Devontae. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, at number one, I have Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, but also on the other side with the Seahawks getting Drew Locke and Noah Fant and a ton of draft picks. For both teams, Broncos finally Super Bowl ca- caliber team going to the Super Bowl. You know, 
This trade is so good for both teams. Seahawks, they're going through a rebuild. They have a young quarterback. Let's see what they what they do with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um and no fan, a good tight end. It's confusing that they also signed Will Disley for a lot of money. But um yeah, yeah. and Russell Wilson finally Super Bowl caliber quarterback. They they want to get to the Super Bowl, and I think they might be they might be close to getting there. So yeah, uh, I have I have Russell Wilson at my number one too. Uh, I I don't know the Seahawks like this is like they they're gonna have to draft a quarterback. I think like they they can't have Drew Locke as their quarterback. Drew Locke isn't bad. He has potential. Oh my god, no, he has no potential. He can rap just as good as he can throw. Uh, yeah, probably better. It's just, I mean, no, I, I, I like that. I, they got a lot of picks. The Broncos sent them a lot of picks. And I think that the Broncos are going to definitely be a top team in the AFC. They have a very young defense, a very good defense. Now they ha- I mean, their weapons, not that great. Uh, Jerry, Judy, Corlin Sutton. We'll see what Russell Wilson can do with them. Maybe they, uh, they'll work together well. Uh, their running back game, they have Javalte Williams, who was a great rookie last year, and Melvin Gordon, and, um, as always. So. Melvin Gordon, the sixth. Yeah, so uh, I think that it was a good, it was a good deal. Um, we kind of had like we had a different list, and but kind of some some similar. Uh, but uh, I think that's uh, I think that's gonna do it for today. We're definitely gonna be posting more episodes. Maybe some uh, there's gonna be a lot of breaking news. So you know, um, we uh, and we might start a Twitter and a website. So make sure to go follow it. Uh. But we'll see. Uh, And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next episode on the Long Shot Podcast. Yeah.